Honors History Podcast, and to the fourth part of the brief history of Charles V, part of the Rulers and Monarchs of the 16th Century Mediterranean series. In the previous three episodes of the series, we talked about the early years of Charles, his rise to power as emperor in 1519, and the numerous challenges he faced both at home and abroad, the rise of Protestantism, the constant series of wars against the French in Italy, and the escalation in conflict with the Ottomans, part of the broader Habsburg Wars, both in Central and Southeastern Europe and in the Mediterranean. Before we continue, I'd like to remind you to please hit that subscribe button and notification bell to never miss any new material from the podcast. Let us resume. 1541 was an important year in imperial history, as the Diet of Regensburg took place in Bavaria, a strong Catholic stronghold within the German lands of the Holy Roman Empire. Once more, the Augsburg Confession presented in the 1530 Diet would be a central point of discussion. Charles was under significant foreign pressure, both from the French and the Ottomans, so as a result, it was in his best interest to have the situation pacified in Germany. The conference opened in early April 1541, and there were notable figures present on both Catholic and Protestant sides. On the Catholic side, we had Johann Gropper and Johann Meyer von Eck, a crucial figure to the Counter-Reformation and a prime opponent of Martin Luther. The Protestant side, we saw reformers like Martin Bucer, Philip Melanchthon, under the supervision of papal legate and Venetian diplomat Gasparo Contarini, tasked with the overseeing of religious unity in Germany. Nicolas Perenot de Granvelle and Count Palatine Frederick were also present. The 1541 Diet of Regensburg failed to achieve any substantial progress. If anything, the disagreements between Catholics and Protestants were widened. As a result, a temporary settlement for both sides would be reached with the Regensburg Interim of 1541, mainly aiming to keep the Peace of Nuremberg from 1532 and the recess of Augsburg enforced. As we will see, this simply just delayed the inevitable Schmalkaldic War which erupted five years later. This did allow, however, in 1541, for Charles to redirect his attention once more to the Italian wars, as in 1542, another part of the decade-long struggle between himself and the French king restarted. Charles had to take into account the fact that the French had substantial support from the Ottomans, mainly through the fleet of Hayradin Barbarossa. The Italian war of 1542-46 was the inevitable result of a very weak peace of Nice signed in 1538, which ended the previous Italian war. That was done mainly for the papacy to break the alliance between Francis and Suleiman the Magnificent, so that the emperor and Spain could join Venice and the papacy against the Ottomans in the, during the Third Ottoman-Venetian War, with the Holy League there that we see the events unfold at Preveza. One of the main military events of the Italian War of 1542-1546 was the Franco-Ottoman Siege of Nice, 
which is also part of Hayreddin Barbarossa's 1542-43 campaign in the Mediterranean, Charles V and Andrea Doria failed to successfully defend Nice, and after this notable Franco-Ottoman win, we see the Ottomans wintering their fleet in Toulon between 1543 and 1544. Now, this was a highly problematic situation for both Genoa and Spain, as Barbarossa could station and repair uh, the majority of his fleet with French assistance, while blockading much of the trade in the region, as we see raids from the Ottomans and Corsairs near Barcelona, but also on the western Italian coast. In this time, which would last for about eight months, we also see Haradin Barbarossa negotiate the release of Dragut Reis, a move which would have great consequences for the following uh, couple of decades in the greater scheme of naval warfare in the Mediterranean. France had to pay much of the expenses of the Ottomans being stationed, which proved to be a great threat to Charles for the Spanish coast, but also the Italian peninsula. The Italian War of 1542-1546 would have an inconclusive end, both through the treaties of Crepy and Ardre, as well as being incredibly expensive for both Charles, but even more so for Francis, who could not assist the uh, Protestant princes of the Schmalkaldic League against the Emperor. The Schmalkaldic War was a relatively short conflict fought between Protestant and Catholic factions within the German lands of the Holy Roman Empire between July 1546 and May 1547. Since the early 1520s, tensions kept rising with the emergence of Luther and Protestantism, as talked about in the previous episodes. Charles V, his brother Ferdinand, Maximilian II and the Duke of Alba collectively aimed to extinguish this conflict as quickly as possible. On the Protestant side, the main figures were John Frederick, Elector of Saxony, Philip I of Pomerania, and Frederick III, Elector Palatine of the Rhine. Luther had died in February 1546, before the war had started. The conflicts of the Schmalkaldic War initially started in Swabia, but the most important moment of this war would be the Battle of Mühlberg, fought on April 24, 1547. The Protestants were outgunned and outmanned, as they had less than 10,000 infantry and cavalry combined, compared to just under 50,000 on the Spanish imperial side, commanded by Don, Al Don Fernando Álvarez de Toledo, the Duke of Alba. It ended with a decisive victory for Toledo and Charles, and this would see the dissolvement of the Schmalkaldic League, along with conditions set in the capitulation of Wittenberg, detrimental mainly to John Frederick, Elector of Saxony, who was imprisoned after nearly avoiding execution. While the Schmalkaldic League was quashed and vanquished, it did not end the Protestant problem for Charles, who gave a decree in 1548 at the Diet of Augsburg, settling yet for another interim. More temporary settlements between Charles and the Protestant princes were settled via the Leipzig interim of 1548. The Reformation represented a big problem for the papacy and Rome, and as 
As a result, the Counter-Reformation tried to fight back for the establishment of the Council of Trent in 1545, which would last until 1563. Pope Paul III oversaw the first sessions between 1545 and 1549, representing arguably one of the most important periods. The Council of Trent is one of the most important religious events of the 16th century, with sessions looking at doctrinary issues concerning saints, relics, imagery, uh, practice of indulgences, baptism, Eucharist, and I hope I'll be able to cover it in detail in, a, in another series in the future. Returning to Charles, by the end of the Schmalkaldic War, two important developments occurred. His arch-rival, Francis I of France, died on the last day of March 1547 at the Chateau du Rambouillet. Before that, in January of the same year, 1547, Henry VIII, King of England, also passed away. All of these turbulent years had begun to take a toll on Charles, whose health was quite frail as he was struggling by this point in 1550 with severe gout that nearly crippled him. In 1552, we see him giving into pressure with the Peace of Passau, which was a precursor to the Peace of Augsburg in 1555, one of the most important treaties in imperial history. The Peace of Augsburg con contained three main stipulations or principles. The first and foremost, the most important, was the principle of cuius regio eius religio, whose realm, his religion, which meant that the religion of the prince dictated the one of the realm and inhabitants. Second one was reservatum ecclesiasticum, the ecclesiastical reservation, directly related to the first one, stipulating that the inhabitants were not bound to change their religion if the prelate of the state did so. The third principle, known as Declaratio Ferdinande, uh, Declaration of Ferdinand, aimed to prevent conflicts in communities with Catholics and Lutherans. It was an important act, but not one without flaws. Calvinism, for example, was not recognized, and ultimately, in the early parts of the 17th century, one of the largest uh, religious conflicts in Europe erupted with the Thirty Years' War. Charles had asked Ferdinand to sign the 1555 Peace of Augsburg in his name. In October 1555, Charles would announce his abdication, about which we will talk about in the next and final part of the brief history of Charles V, part of the broader series, Rulers and Monarchs of the 16th Century Mediterranean. We'll talk about the abdication, the period that followed, his uh, retirement at Euste, his passing, and his broad and very important legacy. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wanderers History Podcast. Again, please subscribe and hit the notification bell if you haven't done so already to never miss any new materials from the podcast. And until the next time, all the best. Mm -hmm.